you know, we had some ideas of stuff that we were going to do for this week, but then, you know, a certain, a certain, certain season finale happened this past Saturday. Ooh, it did. And we were like, well, I guess we got to talk about that now. I mean, you make it sound like we were hesitant on <laughs> but it. no, we, we were not. not. We were like, yeah, we got to talk about this. This is going to be so exciting. <laughs> Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about anime, video games, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Owl and Ladium. Hello. And I don't know if I said this, this is episode 88. And, you know, we're here. Oh, uh, we should have done that one next week. So it'd correspond with the year. Oh, that's true. Well, sh- shoot. <laughs> Oh, well. You know, those things happen. Uh, We're here to talk to you about a certain anime. Mm Mm-hmm. Third part? Second season, technically? Things are are confusing. The parts in the seasons of this show are kind of wonky, but (laughs) what ifs? It's great anyway. That's 100% true. Am I dumb? I might be dumb. Are you? It's a real question I'm I'm asking right now. <laughs> Why are you dumb? Uh, I'm trying to find something. Oh, okay. I just hadn't found it clearly. Uh, back in April of last year. Oh. We talked about this anime and the the first two parts of it. Technically, they call it season one. Uh, it's a little thing they call JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had just wrapped up. Apparently we wrapped that. I don't. Or... We finished watching um, Battle Tennessee on Toonami. Okay. I don't, was there like a big gap in between Battle Tennessee and Stardust Crusaders happening? Because this wiki day just seems like it's weird. I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we like hurried through battle tendency. I I don't know. But either way, we we recorded this in April of last year, and since then, you got to hear all my feelings yes. on JoJo at that point. Got to hear all the 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 deep feelings about JoJo at that point, and then since then, you know, we have been knee deep in watching uh, the next part. Basically, every weekend. Every weekend, uh, watching Stardust Crusaders. Mm-hmm. Which going into this, like you know, it's a lot of people, a lot of people talk about Stardust Crusaders. Like you know, it, they they talk it up very big. Like this is a, this is a great series. For an anime, like if you wanna if you wanna get into JoJo, like this is definitely a series to watch. Right. And. Uh, before we watched it together, I watched like the first couple of episodes, in mm-hmm. Japanese, and then like once you started watching. Uh, the English dub, I started watching that with you, and that's how we kind of went forward. So, like, I didn't really know much about what was happening. I knew, like, a couple things, mm-hmm. uh, but not a whole lot. Also, I knew some stuff from the, the PS4 JoJo game, which kind of spoils the end of Stardust Crusaders. Yeah, <laughs> Right off the bat. So, I kind of knew Oops. a few things here and there, but not a whole lot. And you didn't really know much of anything either, so... No, what I knew is that um, Battle Tendency ended with Joseph 
going to Japan and loving his Walkman. Yeah, it, they had did that time jump. Mm-hmm. And so that was what I knew. And like I'd seen pictures of Jotaro before because like, yeah, um, he's like one of the most famous of all the JoJo's. Yeah, he's and probably like the most iconic out of all of them. I would say so. So I'd seen pictures of him, and I just didn't really know much about it. I, uh, I don't think that there's anything else that I knew about it. Actually, yes, there was. Um, the uh, the one episode with the gaming where there's the yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. I had seen that. I had seen the entire just yes, 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 no, 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 and then all that stuff. But I didn't have any context, and it was right. very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in Japanese, so. Yeah. So, yeah, we were basically kind of going into this, for the most part, pretty blind. But for the most part, uh, the the premise of Star's Crusaders is pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning, the coffin that Dio was in from... The, the finale of part one has been mm-hmm. found and basically it gets opened up and nothing's inside of it or it's like locked on the inside and then basically Dio gets out yeah. uh, as you see from the finale of part two Joseph is in Japan and he is going after Jotaro who's in jail mm-hmm. and then basically he brings Avdol with him and they get him out of jail and then Joseph kind of lays out the the plot of what Star's Crusaders is going to be is that, hey, look, our family has this like wild history with this dude named Dio. <laughs> like my granddad like fought him and gave up his life to try and beat him, but it seems like he's kind of back, so we kind of got we got to go kill him. Yeah. Also, you have Stance, which is basically a persona. Yes. Which I guess technically, this is the. Persona didn't come came first. Yeah, it came from before Persona. So yeah. this is one of the things where you can look at and be like, oh, this is where they probably got the idea from for Persona. Or at least it yeah. was inspired by, per se. Also, one thing I want to say before we get too deep into the plot, um, one of the reasons why I was so hype about this was more Matt Mercer. Yeah, the English... If you have not like looked at the English dubcast or like seen any clips of it, like it is phenomenal, f- f- amazing. Like... Parts one, and parts two, obviously have a great cast as well, and mm-hmm. they. Ben Diskin was great. Yeah, and Viz really just like continued that with with part three, where they just they throw out like heavy hitters everywhere for this cast, and it's amazing. Like you said, Matt Mercer is great. I was gonna try and great. make. <laughs> I was gonna try and make a joke about knocking it out of the park, and then I was trying to like figure out how to work in. Oh, that's a baseball, but it just doesn't work out. But anyway. Um, you knocked it out of the, the they cast, knocked it out of the park like oh that's a baseball the cast is ridiculous mm. so good uh Patrick Sade says Dio is f-ing top oh my god top super notch. super good like I was floored every time Dio is there you can have like generic bad guy voice but that is not what he has mm. it's like it's so good. Like it has the right parts of like menacing and creepy, insanity, insanity, all wrapped up into one. It's so so good. Uh, and then there's Doug Erholt says uh, Polnar F, which is genius. Mm-hmm. So good. Which so is probably good. one of the things. Also, they kind of talked about going into this was like, 
you know, obviously there's a lot of different nationalities being played in like the group dynamic where, you know, you have Jotaro as Japanese. Joseph is American at this point. I guess, yeah, he I guess, was originally yeah, he's American. Um, Avdal is Egyptian. Kakioin is Japanese. And Polnareff is, Polnareff French, is French. But they're like, look. Uh, Iggy is a dog. Iggy's a dog. <laughs> like, you know, you could go off and go full bore without have everyone have like, you know, accents and stuff, but that's going to be a strain on all the voice actors. So there's like, we're just going to have them be voiced the way they're voiced and not kind yeah. of rely on that. And it, it works, I think. It works. Like, you, like you, you still know, like, you're like, oh, Polnareff's the French one because he'll spout off like French sayings and words every now and then. So like, you don't really forget that. So it all works out, I think. So good. And Iggy's just wanted to throw out that the, the cast was freaking phenomenal. Fantastic. Like, legitimately probably one of the best dub casts that has come around in like the last five years like you could put yeah. this up with like the sailor moon dub cast obviously viz those are both viz dubs so like they're legitimately knocking it out of the park when it comes to series like this like they are putting in the right care and effort into like making sure that these dubs are the same quality that you would get from like the japanese dub so good so good and also just more Matt Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a lot of them because Joe Turo is our main guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, Which our introduction to him in that jail cell was hilarious, yeah. by the way. Um, with him, like with the boom box and um, I, it's, it's like just snacks. so weird. Yeah, he's got snacks and he's like delinquent. And he's like, no, I'm just going to stay here. This is fine. This is a good place for me. Because <laughs> he knows like something's wrong with him. And he's like, well, I better stay in here just to make sure no one else gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Abdul's like, yeah, no. Come on, dude. It's not okay. And then like, that's when you realize that he has star platinum. Mm-hmm. Which he just thinks is like a, a spirit or a curse or something like that. Like an evil yeah. spirit. And the best part is, is like... Avdol has been brought in to get Jotaro out of the cell and he does that by basically just provoking him and trying to fight him and it makes Jotaro just literally walk out of the cell and then Avdol's like alright we're done <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Joestar I have got him out of the cell my work is done <laughs> it's so good because he's like fight me fight me fight me fight me alright he's good let's <laughs> yep. go we're done <laughs> I love Avdol because he only fights when he absolutely has to mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of like the pacifist of the group but like when he when he has to fight, like you're like, oh, he's gonna, oh yeah, he's gonna put Abdul it on, mess mess you up when he does have to fight. But it's great that he like is because with JoJo previously, it's kind of been a situation where like, especially with Joseph, he was just ready to go anytime. He's like, all right, let's fight. Mm-hmm. And so like having one of the first characters you're introduced to, who's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. We should just calm down and talk it out. <laughs> I liked it. But yeah, everyone's like, oh man, we gotta go fight Dio, because you, you also learn here that, like, because Joseph Stan can, like, see him through, like, photographs and stuff. Yeah. And, like, he gets a, you get a picture of Dio, and it's, like, his back, and he has the star on him, and you're like, oh, then you learn, like, oh, that's the Joe Star like, birthmark. And mm-hmm. you also find out that, like, oh, he stole Jonathan's body and put his head onto it. It's so intense. To relive. <laughs> God. It's f- ridiculous. God, this series. Well, and then we learned that, like, Holly is 
suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Holly is Joseph's daughter and Jotaro's mom. And Holly's just weird because she's like super doting over Jotaro. And Jotaro's like, oh, I'm a teen. I don't need this. <laughs> mom, I don't want your kisses. Like you can definitely tell where she, she gets like more of like the, the loving side from like Susie Q than pr- probably Joseph. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say so. <laughs> Although Joseph has moments throughout uh, Stardust Crusaders that I'm like, wow, Joseph, I wouldn't, I wouldn't peg you for that guy, <laughs> but good on you, buddy. Um, also, I just have to say that it's wonderful that the way that Joseph uses Hermit Purple is just like smashing electronics yeah. because I feel like that's so Joseph. Uh, and especially it's like fucking late 80s cameras, so it's probably like more expensive. He's like, oh, this is an expensive habit, but I have to do it. Yeah, he's smashing, like, straight-up Polaroid cameras. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus, dude, those are, like, several hundred dollars. The Speedwagon Foundation will cover it. I was say, like, between the fact that Jotaro's house is, like, massive in Japan and, like, the fact that Joseph doesn't really seem to be hurting for cash. Probably especially, pretty like, solid it's, for money. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, Suzy Q is living a pretty sweet life. They have, like, she has, like, a butler... Like multiple butlers and like and just assistants, yeah. And like that big open area house in New York City, which like Jesus, yeah, they're not hurting for money. No. But even still, like they might start hurting for money if Joseph continues <laughs> smashing uh, Polaroid cameras repeatedly. <laughs> uh, obviously, we're not gonna go episode by episode by this because we would no. literally be here for five <laughs> five hours. And I know like some yeah. people like long podcasts, but that might be a little bit much. Uh, I think we're gonna kind of go that way for like the first couple, and then we'll we'll diverge out of that because then it just goes into like, you know, you're fighting the stand of the week. Yeah, but for the first few episodes, it's like building the the story and also like it, introducing characters. Yeah, so, so. Uh, the second episode is also really weird because you get to insight into Joseph or Jotaro's school life and like all the 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 young women there are just like super infatuated with him and he's just like and they're upset he's like no he wants nothing to do with it but they're all like Jotaro I love you and he's like woman go away and then he meets a new uh, a new student by the name of Noriaki Kakyoin who also like cuts his leg open and makes him fall down the stairs but then he's like yeah. here's the handkerchief hmm. and then oh man this is um so one of the interesting things about the uh, watching this on American television is that these were the unedited episodes, which yes. Japan did not get upon first airing. And this this episode really proved that. <laughs> oh, right. Because this one, like, um, when violent. we were watching it, very violent. Um, I was on a delay mm-hmm. from you. And so you're like, maybe don't watch this part very closely. And I'm like, oh, no, what's... Oh, God! Well, I think it was maybe you had to watch it later. It's possible. It was one of the two. But, but yeah, like... Uh, so Jotaro has to go to the nurse to get his, like, wound clean. And, like, there's some other dudes there just waiting. And he's waiting as well for the nurse to come. And the nurse comes and she's acting all normal at, for at first. And then all of a sudden she turns really strange and gets like super powerful and then starts stabbing people with a pen. And at one point she literally stabs one of the students' eyes out. Yeah. And you see it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like the the original I think Japanese airing had like they just like covered half the screen with like black. Black, yeah, because they did that later with the a smoking scene. Mm-hmm. 
And then with this, it was just like, nope, you were seeing all of it. Yeah, that is an eyeball getting stabbed yeah. with a pin. That was uh, rough. It was a little rough. Yeah, I fully admit that. I was... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then basically you find out that Kakioin is controlling the nurse with his stand, Hierophant Green. So we get a big stand oh. battle in the second episode in this in the f***ing like, infirmary <laughs> of the school. <laughs> and uh, Joseph's able to defeat Kakioin and finds like this little bud in his like brain and pulls it out. Mm -hmm. And then Kakioin's fine after that because he had been brain controlled by Dio. Dio. And then he just brings Kakioin really home. And like takes care of him, and then Kakioin's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna join you guys. Let's go fight Dio." <laughs> Johto's like, "I have adopted a new person. Hello." <laughs> so yeah, we have uh, the first crew. Mm -hmm. They're gonna go kill Dio. And this is also the time where you find like Holly collapses because like her stand's coming out, but she can't control it because she doesn't like want to fight. Yeah, and that's like the big thing there. So like. Oh, they're like, oh, well, she has been cursed. We need to go figure out how to how to deal with it. And this is like, oh, well, we have to go find Dio now. Mm -hmm. And that basically is the start of, like, the big trip. Which, man, um, Joseph really needs to stop going on airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. He just has a bad luck, some bad luck going on. He's like f***ing Leon Kennedy going on an airplane. He basically is, yeah. Oh my god, Joseph, stay away from airplanes. So they get on a plane and they're going to, um, I think they're flying to, they're going to fly to Egypt because they're like, oh, that's the easiest way to get there. Which obviously, if you know the, the, how many episodes this, this series has, 48 of them to be exact, you will know that they don't fly to, fly directly to Egypt. <laughs> a lot no. of things happen in between there. Uh, basically one of Dio's assassins is on the plane and is going to fight them. And he has the stand of the Tower of Grey. And they basically have to fight the stand on a plane. Also trying to figure out who exactly is the stand user. Mm -hmm. All the while they're in a plane. Tongues are getting ripped out. It's intense. It's very bad. And then like the plane lands in like the off the coast of China. Mm -hmm. And that's where we are right there. Uh, following that, we meet our next uh, potential party member in... The French swordsman Jean-Pierre Ponereff, and he has Ponereff! he has the stand Silver Chariot, and him and Abdul get into a fight, and eventually Jotaro comes in and everyone else, and they they find out that he that Ponereff is also under the the Dio flesh bud thing, and they <sighs> they pull that out. And he's like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with you guys. Also, by the way, I'm looking for someone who killed my sister. He has two right hands. So if we can find that guy, I'm going to murder him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now uh, Polnareff is, is along for the ride to, to Egypt. Which, I'm just going to put it out here. Uh, Polnareff is one of my favorite characters of this arc, period. I love Polnareff. And I did not expect that when he first showed up. <laughs> no. I was like, oh god, who is this like, guile <laughs> Um, Like, he's ridiculous looking, and he's so bizarre, but I love Polnareff so much. Polnareff goes through, like, probably the best uh, just character he has arc. He's such a good arc. Yeah, and like, just progression and everything. He's such a good arc. 
Oh, I love Paul Morales. There were moments like later on in the series, which we'll talk about, where like he does some shit and we were like probably like jumping out of our seats like, F- yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. I I legit love Polnareff. Mm-hmm. And um, again, later in the series, we'll talk more about my love of Polnareff. But I did not expect it when he first showed up for him to become like one of my favorites of the series. Mm-hmm. Period. Because he's such a weird dude. <laughs> Uh, so following all that, they are going to go try to go to Singapore, and they get on a boat that apparently the, uh, the Speedwagon Foundation has, has acquired, but it's got, like, the captain's a stand user, and it's all real bad, and he can, like, manipulate the water, but then Jotaro, like, punches him in the face, and it's all good. Also, they find, like, a stowaway, and she comes along for, like, a tiny bit. (laughs) Yeah, and Anne has like a giant crush on Jotaro, which like same, but um, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous because they think that she's a boy for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, is the boats where they fight the gorilla stand, right? Uh, I think that's yeah, it's immediate like the next episode. Oh my god, that was so weird. They find like a apparently they find another like a freighter that they think is like abandoned, so they're just gonna use that. But then like yeah, the there's a monkey on it who has who has the strength stand. Uh, also, we get um, old Joseph in like a sailor suit at one point, and it's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and then after that, they go. To, they're in Singapore. Singapore. Uh, following that, oh, this is the one where like they're in the hotel rooms, and then like the stand user, who is a uh, one of one of Dio's assassins, named Devo or Devo, whichever Dev- whichever you want to say it. it. <laughs> You want to say, Didn't like, they the change band? it for the English? Probably. I would highly assume so. Yeah. Because a lot of the anyway, a lot of the names that you do unfortunately get changed. Uh, that's one thing we'll have to do at the end is who is your favorite musical reference? That's true. Uh, so this is the one where like the the stand user could like go throughout like the the hotel rooms, and was like a doll. Oh, the doll one was creepy. Yeah. This is the one like Polaroid had did- to fight. Uh, is is this when he was freaking out about the toilets? Because that was one I of the reasons so. I love Polnareff was because Polnareff was really, really adamant about having good toilets. And I mean, same. Oh, and then apparently also this is when like um, Joseph does the Hermit Purple to the TV and Dio mm-hmm. finds him. Yeah. And he's like, ha ha, you suck, Joseph. <laughs> Blows up the TV. <laughs> and apparently oh there's, there's a traitor among us. da ba uh, following that episode, this is kind of like parallel to what was happening with uh, Polnareff. Uh, Jotaro's like, Kakyoin's being real weird. Oh, no. <laughs> and yep. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> this is the whole reason why I stopped liking him. Because <laughs> he was possessed and doing really weird He continued to do it even after he was not possessed. Okay, fair. He's a bad boy and I don't like Kakyoin. Uh, so Kakioin gets possessed, or like one of the stand users like disguises himself as Kakioin and just starts acting like a f- real pervert. <laughs> he's so weird. And he's like, has like a like he's got some candy. He's like cherry. Oh yeah, he's got the cherries, and he's like, look at this cherry, look, 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 look. Oh, I wanted to vom. I legit <laughs> wanted to vom everywhere when he did that. And then, like, later on in the episode... He does it again. He does it again when he's not possessed. And he's like, what are you looking at, Joe Thoreau? I'm like, 
Weirdo, man. That's what he's looking at. Who does that? Nobody. Uh, so the stand, um, the stand user who was doing all that was Rubber Soul. And he also reveals that, like, oh, there's some other assassins coming after you. One of them is the man with two right hands named Jay Guile. Polnareff's like, F And go get him. Uh, following this, we go to India. India? Oh, no, bad things happen in India. Bad things always happen in India. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Okay, but... so this is the toilet one. Because Polnareff okay, sees a stand in the mirror when he's in the toilet and he realizes that <laughs> that's the hanged man of Jake Isle's stand. Cause the, cause that's okay. the stand that could like go through like reflections and right. 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 And this is when like Polnareff is freaking the out. Also, this is our introduction to whole horse. Whole horse. Whole horse. <sighs> our, uh, resident. It's a hollow notes reference. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of those references. Oh my God. It's so good. Um, also, is it this one or is it a late? There are several episodes where like old ladies hit on Joseph and it's hilarious. <laughs> I can't remember if it was I think this it might one, be but later. I, I think there's one in a little bit, but anyway, continue. Uh, so basically Polnareff goes after Jake Isle and Whole Horse because he's like, I'm going to murder this dude because I know who it is. He did terrible things mm -hmm. to my sister. Uh, but things don't go that great for him and uh, he's about to get shot but then he is saved by Avidal who, mm -hmm. who saves him but also gets shot the fuck up and also gets Take uh, takes a bullet to the head yeah it takes a bullet to the head and I was just like you had to deal with me after that <laughs> I was crying because Avidal was like my favorite I, I loved Polnareff but at that point Avidal was my mm -hmm. favorite and it's like and 10 episodes in and you're like they just fucking murdered Avidal what the fuck I was so upset. Like, I was legitimately crying. I was so upset about it. I was like, oh, no, I love Abdul. This is tragic. And, like, I kept trying to think about, like, well, what are they going to do now? And, like, trying to basically grasp on anything that would say that, like, it didn't actually happen. Because they, they, oh, they, they kind of skirt around it a lot. Mm-hmm. Because you never, like, one of the things we talked about was, like, oh, you never see him, they never see a body get buried. Even though, like, mm. Joe Toro and Joseph like, oh, yeah, we had to go bury his body. Yeah. So you never see that, and, and then, basically they don't really talk about it that much. He showed up in the the second closing, which I um, spoiled for myself, but I was like, he wouldn't be in that closing right. if he was really dead. Mm. But then, like, they kept making it seem like he was really dead, so. But he got shot right in the forehead. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Uh, so, like, the next episode is continuing off that, where Kakyoin and Polnareff have to fight uh, Jake Isle and Whole Horse, and they eventually are able to, or Polnareff's able to, to defeat uh, Jake Isle, finally defeating the person who, like, killed his sister. So he's pretty mm -hmm. jazzed about that. Whole Horse is like, well, f I gotta go. But uh, <laughs> Jotaro, Jotaro gets him and, like, beats him up for then. This is where, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we just gave Abdul a, a burial. Yep. Totally did. Mm-hmm. Super buried. Uh, Polnareff's about to murder Whole Horse, but, like, some girl who is infatuated with Whole Horse, like, stops him. And then they're like, well, let's continue going to Egypt. <laughs> also, this is, like, when Joseph gets that weird growth on his arm. Yes. Which that continues into the next episode, where Joseph's like, this is real weird, I better go to the doctor. And then, like, 
he goes to get it cut off, but then like it just like grows a mouth and. It was creepy. And like eats people. Yeah, and it's, then, it's pretty gnarly. And then Joseph gets wanted for murder. It's quite the infection. It's real bad. Uh, so he basically is like trying to figure out a way to to defeat it because it's on his arm. But he's like, I don't know what the f- to do. My hormone's not doing anything. Everything's yeah, real bad. Yeah, I love bad. that he tried the hormone. I did the same. Like it was like because we hadn't seen it at all so far. Because like, oh, he has this stand now. He's like, oh right, he still has hormone. Yeah. It's so exciting because he brings it out. A few times throughout the season. And I was like, yes! Uh, eventually he's able to, to get it off. And then like the lady that was Whole Horse's lover is the one that was the stand user. And she's also like actually not a like beautiful woman mm-hmm. as they thought that she was. Uh, so basically Joseph regroups with everyone and they're off to Pakistan. <laughs> About that murder warrant, <laughs> we better run. <laughs> also, they're being followed. Yeah. Uh, they find uh, their 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 stowaway friend again, and then basically this car is trying to fight them. And the the user named Zizi couldn't. I don't know what that's a reference <laughs> to. Is yeah. uh, trying to destroy them with a car. It was intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, and it was also hilarious. Yeah, uh, eventually they defeat it and everything's fine. Uh, the car is like really, really menacing, and then w- when they get to the actual guy, he is not at all menacing. No. It's really funny. So basically, after everything that's happened, um, we're in this like weird, spooky town that's enshrouded with fog. We're in Silent Hill. Oh right, the Silent Hill town. And we find like the old lady who is a part of Dio's. Uh, entourage yeah and uh and some dead bodies yeah so she is uh she's grabbed the the joestar group and then put him into like her hotel also whole horse shows up and he's mm-hmm. like he doesn't i think he kind of doesn't realize like who she is at first but then like he does it's like oh shit. and then she's like real mad at him because mm-hmm. he tried to run away she's gonna cut him up with her uh. scissors also, Jotaro does some like real sweet mind games there because he doesn't use his actual name when he signs the guest book. Mm-hmm. And then she calls him Jotaro and he's like, how'd you know my name? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't sign the guest book as Jotaro. How would you know my name's Jotaro? <laughs> I clearly do a good Matt Mercer impersonation. <laughs> uh, eventually, like, Polnareff tries to like go downstairs and like, he hears like some weird noises and then she has to like hide whole horse's body. Mm. And then like Polnareff's like, Oh yeah, thanks for everything. And she's like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they learned that the old lady is using the fog to basically control everyone. And they're all like dead people. And it gets all f- real weird. They all try and attack everyone. And, This is the part where you mentioned about Jotaro using a fake name and everything. And all that happens. Uh, and then Jotaro wins. That's <laughs> 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 how a lot of this goes early on. Um. They take the they take the old lady with her with them. Because they're like, we need to learn about Dio. I'm like, okay. And then Whole Horse steals a car. And he's like, hey, you should kill the old lady. That would be a good idea. Later. 
Gotta go. <laughs> Whole Horse is such a funny character because he just keeps popping up and failing miserably. <laughs> Other than, you know, shooting Abdul in the forehead. Uh, so they continue on through Pakistan. And they find a store owner who turns out to be Steely Dan. Who has the lover stand. Kind of rhymes. Uh, he makes it so like the old lady doesn't spill anything about Dio. And then, oh, this is the one who he's the one who has like the stand that can like go very microscopic and go into your body. So like part yep. of this is like is Steely Dan making sure Joe Toro doesn't beat him up because if he does, like Joseph will get beat up at the same time, mm-hmm. and also everyone trying to figure out how to get the stand out of Joseph. And it's real goofy. We're like, Joe Toro's just like taking all this abuse and it's like, <sighs> and then Kakioi and Polnareff make their stands all tiny to go and fight the stand in Joseph's brain. <laughs> it's real dumb. It was literally like an episode of uh, Magic School Bus, mm-hmm. but with <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It really was. It was great. It was really, really good because it's like, oh god, which part of the brain are we supposed to go into? I think this part. Wee! And eventually they get it out. Uh, the lover stand tries to go into like some other person, but it gets caught, and then Jotaro just beats the shit out of this dude. Yeah. And it was real good. Uh, it was. So after I that, did. we go through the United Arab Emirates. Emirates? Emirates. Emirates. <laughs> Emirates. <laughs> Joseph buys a really expensive car, and then he's like, wait, we need camels. We need to go. Th- we're going through the desert. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, so this is like them going through the desert, but then like almost dying of heat exhaustion because the stand is the sun. <laughs> the sun. The actual sun. And then they realize like, oh, well, like the stand is making like this mirror image occur throughout the entirety of this desert. And once they figure out where it's coming from, they they break it and then beat up the do the the stand user again a weak guy mm-hmm. and then they're fine but the son was about to wreck him um we get the baby too yes at this point, don't they they acquire a baby during this because <laughs> like there's this baby there and the people are like well we need to find a doctor for this baby and joseph's like i'll take the baby and get it to the next town so about that baby <laughs> it's a stand user <laughs> with little creepy teeth with little creepy teeth uh it is uh it is the stand user who has the stand death 13 and it can invade your dreams and cause real bad shit to happen like carnivals like carnivals and then once you wake up you don't remember it but you're like oh i got cuts all over my body and stuff also they're in a plane again yeah i don't do because Joseph's like, I'll fly this baby to a hospital. Joseph's like, and everyone's like, Joseph, what are you doing? You can't fly planes. We, we know how you deal with flying planes. <laughs> you are Leon S. Kennedy when it comes mm-hmm. to planes. Stop with the planes. Uh, so basically. Um, but basically, like, Kakuin is the one who tech- tackles baby. Mm-hmm. And it, He's basically doing it on his own. Yeah, it's like Kakuin and then I think Polnareff gets in there as well. But Kakuin kind of knows, he figures out what's happening. But everyone else is like. What the f*** are you talking about? Like, stop. Why are you being so mean to this baby? This baby's not doing anything to you. Uh, so, like, he's trying to do all that, and everyone else is like, you stop being a d-. 
But then eventually everyone else gets thrown into like the dream world and he's like they're like, Oh well, gotta do this then. And essentially Kakyoin summons his stand in the real world before he falls asleep so he could have a fight with the baby <laughs> and make sure that like the baby doesn't kill them. And then I uh, like and then afterwards like they realize what the baby's done and then Kakyoin feeds the baby poop. He feeds the baby poop. He feeds the baby poop. Uh, censored baby censored poop. Censored baby but poop. But still. He's like, here, baby, you want this poop? And the baby's like, no, I know what that is. No! <laughs> Don't give Joseph's me the poop. Like, here you go. You're going to eat this. Eat the poop. Which Joseph doesn't know in his defense. Yeah, he's just like, ah, this, is, this kid wants some food. Here's some food for you. <laughs> Healthy baby food. Oh. Uh, so, following this, we are going to go across the Red Sea, but we have to make a pit stop at an island, and it is apparently Joseph meeting Avdol's father. Yeah. So, like, obviously, you know, we talked about this. Uh, episode 10 is where Avdol dies. We are now mm -hmm. on episode 21, mm -hmm. and in between then, we really haven't, like, talked much about Avdol. He is presumed dead. Yes. And then we meet his father. Who is not wanting anything to do with any yeah, of like, them. I don't want anything to do with you guys. Get out. Uh, so that happens. And then Polnareff finds like a genie lamp. And he's like, oh, I'm going to make a genie. And then a genie appears. And he's going to grant Polnareff three wishes. And Polnareff's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, his first wish is, um, is like money. And then a pile of a treasure chest of gold appears. And then he's like, hmm. Well, if that happened, what if I could bring people back from the dead? That would be cool. So he wishes that his sister comes back to life and also Avdol. Because he has a lot of regrets over how Avdol died mm -hmm. because it was partially his fault. And um, so these are the two people that he feels responsible for and he tries to bring them back. And that's not a good idea because you know the genies are bad. Mm -hmm. uh, so like his sister comes back and like she is like naked. Yep. And he's like, hey, you're back alive. That's real rad. But she's like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to eat your flesh. Yeah. And starts just like consuming his like shoulder. It's real bad. He's like, oh, God, this is yeah. terrible. <laughs> You're not my sister. And then You're a monster. And then the genie's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm a stand. Sucks to be you. Duh. And then Pol Polnareff's like, what if I wish my sister away? He's like, oh, by the way, you already wished for Avdol to come back. Here comes Avdol. <laughs> And then this zombie Avdol comes and starts chomping on Polnareff as well. Yeah, they're just eating his shoulders, and it's really upsetting. And then I don't know how he like healed from that. Yeah. Uh, Polnareff's in really bad shape and is like trying to fight out of it, but he can't because like his stand's been nullified. But uh, right before things get real bad, here comes Avdol. Avdol, the actual the actual Avdol, and he saves Polnareff. <laughs> It's great. Oh, that was so satisfying. I was really, really happy. And he's like, hey, you know that bullet? Yeah, I just kind of grazed my skull. I'm good. We're all gravy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they end up peeing on the on the genie. Yep, they beat up the genie and then pee on it. Yeah, because he gets like the straw. He has the straw for breathing mm -hmm. uh, after he buries himself and then he they just both yeah. pee into the yeah, <laughs> and then like they reunite. Male bonding. Yeah, they reunite with everyone. And Porno's like, guys, f Avdol is back. Holy sh! 
is this red? Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, we know. We knew the whole time. We're the what are you talking about? Recover. And Polar's like, what the? F- why didn't you tell me? <laughs> so and they're like, well, we did this so like Dio wouldn't find out. We got to keep it on the DL. Also, he but had also the, we got a submarine. We had he had to <laughs> g- dress up real old like to buy a submarine for us. And poor Polar, he's like. Felt terrible for him because he's been like really beating himself up over it, and they're just like, "Yeah, we knew, no big deal." <laughs> Poor dude. But I felt like it really helped Abdul and Polnareff become better buddies. Mm. Uh, so after this is the submarine where like the stand on it, it can like take control of just various objects and stuff. Uh, but also this is where we uh, Joseph's like, "Hey, uh, so gotta make a call to my wife." Yep. She kind of doesn't know what we're doing here. I kind of <laughs> haven't told her. So he he calls Susie Q and is like, "Hey, everything's going fine. Make sure you don't go to Japan to check on your daughter. Everything's great. By the way, it's all great. Bye." <laughs> but then like he's uh She hears Jotaro at some point too. Yeah, like they're they're getting attacked like while this call is happening and Jotaro has to says something and she's like oh is that Jotaro my grandson my grandson and then he has to answer a call from Suzy Q Q, and she gets like worried and basically everything that transpires and then Suzy Q is like well we're going to Japan (laughs) the exact opposite of what he (laughs) wanted to happen uh so the submarine basically gets destroyed and they have to find like scuba gear to to flee but it doesn't really work. Also, the stand user or stand is like trying to bone Jotaro. Yeah. A lot of people just are. Yeah. Um, also, this entire scene was hilarious with the scuba gear because they're like all talking somehow, <laughs> but like nothing is actually transpiring mm-hmm. um, because they have the scuba gear in their mouths, but they're all just talking. It's fine. It's all good. Also, Whatever. like Jotaro beats up the stand by punching the teeth out. Yep. And then, like, they, they get on the surface and, like, oh, there's a stand user. Inca- yeah. Incapacitated. Uh, but finally, it has been 30 days since Japan. They have arrived in Egypt. It is now time to find Dio. Also, apparently, they also, they, they call Suzy Q and, like, hey, we're fine. It's all good. And then she's, like, oh, I'm going to Japan. And also, Dio is, like murdering uh, like there's a bunch of Speedwagon Foundation people who are like monitoring where Dio is and he just murders all of them yep and then also uh the the epilogue of this is a Speedwagon Foundation helicopter carrying a very strange passenger so yeah that's the that's the first half of Stardust Crusaders in a nutshell it's a lot of trying to get to Egypt and also fighting the stand of the week and then it kind of continues that way throughout uh, the second half even though they're in Egypt but it's still like hey you know Dio still has dudes out there trying to kill us also we don't know where the f*** Dio is um one thing worth mentioning though the submarine stand user lady Mm -hmm. was uh, Karen Strassman perfect Mm -hmm. real good so I guess was trying to uh, bone Jotaro (laughs) real good then we get like the the egyptian god stands coming after him yes. right 
because we're in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the f- walk like an Egyptian is over. Yeah, though. <laughs> yeah, we get to Egypt, and oh, by the way, walk like an Egyptian's gone. We get a new ending. Um, which made me not hate Walk Like an Egyptian for one. There you go. Yeah, because I remember you going into this. And I was like, I, "Hey, Walk Like an Egyptian is the ending for uh, the first half of Part Three. and you're like, F-. "Yeah, I was real upset because I did not like that song." But the ending, like visually and with mm-hmm. the song, it's just beautiful, and it made me actually like the song. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, wow. the second half of Part Three, we get a new ending, which is also kind of very different from the rest of the endings that we've oh, seen so far. Oh, it's super different. With Flash Train Home, because it's, in, and it's, an, it's an instrumental mm-hmm. compared to, you know, everything else that's been, you know, vocalized and stuff. But yeah, very chill. Also, just kind of, you know, for a lot of these episodes, you kind of need to chill after everything that happens. You do. And you ended up having to deal with my, my fear... My theories. I was screaming yes. about theories <laughs> because of Flash Train Home because, like, they kept showing stuff and I was like, that can't be accidental. Mm-hmm. It can't be accidental. And like, I'm pretty sure every single episode I've texted you and I was like, three ticket theory, three, three ticket, ticket theory. theory. <laughs> that was definitely a thing you, you mentioned constantly. And I think around this time as well, I was also like poking at you like, Hey, by the way, one of these people isn't going to make it. Yeah. Someone dies here, but I'm not telling you who, but someone will die. And yep. the three ticket theory, which is of course, you would like to explain it since it is your baby okay my baby um <laughs> my baby and it it's confirmed true um in last train home ending there's a scene where old joseph is holding three tickets mm-hmm. and so when i saw that i'm like that's not accidental only three people are gonna make it out of this because otherwise why would you put three tickets specifically it doesn't make any sense correct because um, I was thinking, like, you have, what, five humans and a dog mm-hmm. at this point? Yeah, because Iggy gets so, like, here. The dog wouldn't need a ticket, so I was kind of excluding him. But then it's like, two humans will not make it, mm-hmm. period. Um, be- because it just doesn't make sense. Right, and also you have Joseph holding the ticket, so, you know, he most likely survives. Jotaro's going to survive, because obviously he is in later parts of the of the series, Right, we knew that those two showed up later, so I was like, only one other person mm-hmm. will make it, and I wasn't sure who it was going to be. It's either and... Abdal, Kakioin, or Polnareff. Mm-hmm. And I, I was gunning for one of them, but uh, I was also real sad about one of them mm-hmm. going. But my three-ticket theory, it, it came about because of Last Train Home. There you go. Also, it's beautiful pastels all the time. <laughs> Uh, so this is where we get introduced to Iggy in the opening parts of the second half of Star Wars Crusaders. He is a dog. He has the stand of the fool. So he's basically a persona protagonist. He's a Boston Terrier. And he's his stand can control sand. He also likes uh, coffee gum. Yes. And farting and, farting. and chewing hair. <laughs> and making Polnareff mad. Mm-hmm. Um, also hilarious that his art style changes completely from... Like the this part where he's introduced to the very mm-hmm. end, but which I think that just happens in the manga as well. Where like it does, it's like a meme where Araki cannot draw Iggy the same. <laughs> uh, so the Speedwagon Foundation brings Iggy. They also learn that like Holly's in real rough shape. She only has like a couple weeks weeks left if if everything is potentially happens the way it is. Also, there's a helicopter that crashes, and it's just like this is real weird. 
and then they find out they're being hunted by a new stand that also just is able to like go through the sand and sneak up on them and it also just scratches Kakyuin's eyes and he's like oh god I can't see <laughs> I'm done for <laughs> and he is he's gone for mm-hmm. like almost the entire season yeah. or back half of the season so we learned that uh Indole Indole I guess that would be it he is a he's the stand user he's also blind so like that's how he was pretty cool yeah he has to like figure everything out by like sensing sensing everything and also, Iggy confuses him because he's a dog. And he mm-hmm. doesn't have his, like, heavy of footsteps and all that stuff. And can also use the fool to float. Yes. So that's how they try and that's how they try and defeat him is by floating throughout it. But then, like... Although, um... Iggy is real mad at Jotaro for using his stand for floating. Yeah. He's like, no! I hate this! This is terrible. He hates Jotaro at first. Uh, so they find him eventually, but then, like, Indole commits suicide, so he he doesn't tell what Dio's planning and everything. There's like, well, uh-huh. crap. Yep. And then uh, we just continue on. Also, uh, this is where we meet a... Uh, the ne- We meet the, the next week's per- uh, antagonists in this episode, who are Oingo and Boingo, or if you want to be the English version, Zenyatta and Mondata. Mm-hmm. They are a pair of brothers. One is a one writes a manga that create that uh, speculates the future. future. Yes, and then the other one can change appearances. The other one can change appearances. Yeah, so that's who we fight uh, in this episode. We fight Oingo and Boingo. Uh, which, by the way, there is a really, really brutal scene with this where a guy gets like impaled on a like light pole oh, or right. a telephone yeah. pole or something. Yeah, that was really brutal. That was messed and, up. And. Uh, the the kid I don't remember which one's Oingo and which one's Boingo but the kid one of them was like you know I saw that coming I want to say Boingo's the kid okay maybe mm. yeah 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 Boingo is the kid because Oingo's the one that is disguises himself in this episode okay so they come up with a plan they're like oh we're gonna blow up the Joe Stars Oingo's like I'm gonna Dress up as Jotaro, and that's gonna work. It doesn't yeah, work. There's this entire thing about like Jotaro's head getting blown in half. Yeah, so like he he, by... he gets like an, a bomb that's shaped like an orange. Mm-hmm. But then everything just like unravels poorly for him. Really quickly, they're they're kind of bumbling enemies. Mm-hmm. So Oingo gets blown up by the bomb. Kind of like he dies, but like he's just out of commission. And then Boingo's like, "Well, crap." Bye. <laughs> uh, next up, we run into Anubis. Oh, the sword, yeah. right? Uh, Kakyoin's in the hospital because he still needs to have his eyes healed. and He needs to get his sweet sunglasses. He needs to get those sweet sunglasses. And then, like, we meet this, like, young dude who, like, finds a sword. And then it's like, whoa, this sword's real cool. Oh, God, it's murdering everyone. <laughs> Which is, like, the first stand that's been like an inanimate object right because everybody else has been tied to a person i think so that sounds about right but the sword is like a living sword yeah, so like it can it can change multiple users throughout uh so it takes mm-hmm. control of this dude and then polnareff has to fight him because sword versus sword clearly yep and then they're like polnareff wins yeah polnareff <laughs> wins and they're like oh everything's great let's go to the barber shop and then they, uh, <laughs> whoops they- 
The barber gets possessed and tries to kill Polnareff. He, he wanted to get a shave, and he was going to get a very close a shave. A very close shave. Uh, so Jotaro is able to, to deflect that by breaking the sword in half with Star Platinum. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. that's great. But then, basically, Polnareff gets possessed by Anubis as well. <laughs> yep. And it's just all, it's just a comedy of errors. It's a mess. Uh. It ends with uh, Anubis at the bottom of the ocean resting. Mm -hmm. And Jotaro and, like, yelling, stabbed in the yelling, Oh, right, he got stabbed. Uh, Anubis is yelling at the fish to, like, pick him up. Because fish obviously have thumbs that can yes, wield swords. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So uh, Anubis is now sitting in the in the bottom of the Nile. Whoops. Not the concept, but the river. <laughs> uh, next up, we 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 meet uh, a lady. Is this Mariah? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Kakyo ain't still messed up, so like the Speedwagon Foundation is like, hey, we're gonna make sure you, we're gonna get you healed up. They're like, okay, cool. So everyone else goes off and does their own thing. Uh, everyone kind of realizes like we're getting magnetized rand randomly. This is strange. And mm -hmm. then Joseph's like, oh god, I'm a human magnet. Help! <laughs> this is real bad. And then we find uh, Mariah, and she mm -hmm. is the wielder of the the stand. Bastet. There's a scene in this where the old lady is hitting on Joseph. Is, and she's real yes, stoked about this it. Is the one. Yeah. And then um Abdul and Joseph are trying to unmagnetize from each other at a point and it <laughs> looks very, very sexual. Yeah. Very sexual. And like the children are all like, whoa. And the old lady's like, You don't even like women. <laughs> Slap. Um, cause there, I think there are like two scenes where they're just like. There's one. Really there's weird. one where like they're they're joined by like the lower waist. And then there's they're the one where like it off and it just looks yeah. Like in Joseph's crotch. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Um. Yeah, Mariah, uh, and Mariah also hits on Joseph. She's like, huh, if there had been other circumstances, you know, you're a you're a hot old man. <laughs> Like, wow, Mariah. Also named after Mariah Carey. But yeah, they get in rough shape because, like, they're just stuck together and then... And everything is stuck to them. Yeah. Like, they get cars and bikes and all kinds of crazy things stuck to them. Like They wind up getting stuck dives. to the railroad, yeah. It's all real bad. But then they're able to, like, trap Mariah in mm -hmm. a way that is able to counteract the magnetism. They get her, like, in a pincer attack yeah. at one point. Everything's good. She's like to murder Joseph with the electrical wire, and he's uh he's holding it off with Hermit Purple, and then eventually, like he's like, "Ah, we tricked you." Mm. Uh, while all that's happening, while uh, Jotaro, Polnareff, and Iggy are all trying to find Joseph and Abdul because they've gone off and done their thing, they're off fighting Mariah. Uh, they get up and they encounter Alessi, mm -hmm. who has the stand set. Set hike. Oh my god! This is the this is the uh, the stand that will turn you into a kid. So we get baby Polnareff. Oh my god, baby Polnareff was adorable. <laughs> he had like big buck teeth, 
and his hair was the same for some reason. <laughs> he was a little toddler, and this lady was like, hey, little boy, I'm going to take care of you. And he's like, this is great. And then the this lady gets fine. murdered. I mean, not really. She just gets turned into a fetus. Oh, right, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then he's bad. like trying to he's trying to protect her fetus. <laughs> <laughs> and Silver Chariot's a baby. Silver Chariot's also a baby. And like he can't find he can't help get Jotaro to help him because like as soon as he finds Jotaro, he's like, I I, I know you, but I don't know who you are. <laughs> Crap. Um the one negative about this part was that like the lady is washing Polnareff at a point and he's like, This is great, I'm getting my junk washed. I'm like, you're like six. Jesus Polnareff. <laughs> oh man. But um all I want out of life, and I know it's not gonna happen, I want Polnareff to go back and find that lady, marry her, and be happy. Uh so like eventually Alessi finds Jotaro as well and like is able to hit Jotaro with, with the shadow of his stand. And able to kind of make Jotaro into a kid. But also Jotaro as a kid is still like going to whoop your ass. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Jotaro as a kid was adorably cute. And uh, Star Platinum as a kid was adorable too. But it, it was just like. Wait Star Platinum wasn't a kid. It was Silver Chariot that was a kid. Star Platinum wasn't existing yet. But he's still or 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 Right? And just beat him up. He just beat him up as a little kid. Yeah. He was like five and just beat the ever-loving crap out of him. Because Jotaro is insane. Yep. Uh, God, so, that, yeah, know. they're able to get back to their normal ages and everything's fine. Uh, Polnara finds the lady and, like, doesn't tell her who he is. But, like, does he, he gives her, like, an earring, doesn't he? One of his earrings? Yeah, she finds his earring. Oh, yeah, and, she finds uh, it. She's like, do I know you? And he's like, no, I don't, I don't I don't think so. And then, like, sadly walks away. And, like, him and Jotaro have, like, a bro moment. It's real good. It's real good. It's really good. I like this episode. Yeah. The, the, the kid versions were really, really cute. Uh, also, Joseph is able to do another spirit photo. And he figures out mm -hmm. where Dio is in Cairo. Cairo. And now, following that, it's time to... To play some cards, you know, oh you gotta God. you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them. <laughs> As we fa face off against Darby the Gambler. Oh my God! Because they go into this um, cafe, and they're like, "Hey, we need to find out where this mansion is." And everyone's like, "Nope, I don't know." Mm -hmm. And Darby's like, "Yeah, no, I know where that is, but uh, if you want the information, let's play some cards." And basically, Darby's whole thing is, like, he makes people bet their soul, and then he acquires their soul. Into a coin. Into a, Oh, it's a poker chip. Oh, sorry. I don't know anything about card games. <laughs> you learn this from me playing uh, Dead Rising. True. So, like, he puts everyone's, like, soul into, like, a poker chip, and he just has this collection of poker chips and everything. And... Basically, they try to figure out ways to get to show like, oh, well, he's cheating. And then Joseph's like, well, I'm going to out cheat him. <laughs> We're going to do this thing by dropping liquid into the glass. And if the glass overfills, you lose. But then like he gets outsmarted by Darby because mm. he put like chocolate under it to make it to change the the effects of the glass. And then Joseph's like, oh, crap. Now I'm a poker chip. No. And then Jotaro's like, well, I'll fight him in poker. Well, um, because Polnareff is also made it into a poker chip. Mm -hmm. 
And so then it's just Abdul and Jotaro. And Jojo's like, I got this. Abdul's like, I can do it. Oh, God. We're boned. <laughs> yeah, Abdul's like screaming the entire time. And um, there's like a kid that was hired at, by Darby to cheat, but um, like he he's trying to figure out how Jotaro is is cheating because Jotaro's like I, I got this. Mm-hmm. I'll bet I'll bet my soul. I'll bet Abdul's soul. I bet my mom's soul. I'll bet everyone's <laughs> he's soul. Just bet, he's bet everybody's soul. He's like I got this. I got this. This is fine. Whatever. I do this. And so um, Darby kind of like loses his mind on this because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't re- understand like he's like, is the, the hand that good? Like I'm cheating right. and I I should be able to win. But he seems so confident. I don't understand. Why is he so confident? Because Jotaro like loses like the first couple of hands or like the first hand pretty mm-hmm. easily. And then Darby's basically stacked to that. He's like, he knows what cards Jotaro has. Like he knows he has dealt him junk. And then yeah. Jotaro's like, I'll, I'll bet my soul, I'll bet Abdul's soul, I'll bet everyone's soul, whoever. He doesn't even look at the cards. But I, I'm not going to look at the cards. I'm all in. Uh, by the way, can I get a can I get a drink and a smoke? Let's do <laughs> Which that. Which is with the Japanese censored, like, yeah. his entire face. <laughs> so, he forces Darby to go all in as well. And then... Darby has, like, a mental break. Yeah, Jotaro's like, I'll, I'll put Kakyo and soul on that as well. My mom's soul. Yeah. Everyone else is anyone else I know. Soul, it's all there. And then Darby's just like, I don't. He, I know he has junk, but like he's so confident, he can't be bluffing, right? Like, there's no way. He, he's, what is Star Platinum doing? He's betting with all this. And like, yeah, he just freaks the f- out and then passes out, and then it's like, oh, okay, Jotaro wins. <laughs> and Jotaro turned it over. He's like, oh man, I should have bet any of that. This is a terrible hand. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part where he just looks it over. He's like, oh, God, why did I do that? This was real bad. It's a bad gamble. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they defeat Darby, but they don't really get a bunch of information of where Dio is. Uh, yeah. So after that, we uh, we reunite with some old old friends. We re- reunite with Whole Horse, and he has somehow mm-hmm. teamed up with Boinko. Boinko! Uh, prior to that, Whole Horse met up with Dio and is like, Man, that, that things are bad. And Dio's like, "Hey, if you, you better not f- up again. If you do, bad things are gonna happen to you." Whole horse is like, "I'm real scared." He like threatens, or he's like going to kill Dio at one point, and like just gets scared out of his boots because of it. Yeah, um, which we really needed this episode because like the last one was pretty funny at the end when Jotaro was like, "You know, I shouldn't have done that. That was dumb." Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we've had some heavy episodes here and there. And so we get this one that's just like straight up comic yeah. relief the entire dang time. <laughs> so, uh, whole horse and Boingo are now teamed up. Uh, Jotaro is still trying to, or Jotaro's group is also trying to still find out where Dio's hiding out. They find this one guy who's like, yeah, I could find out where this is. I know this town, like the back of my hand. He's like, give me two hours tops. I will figure out where this building is. That's later, right? That's in a different episode. I think it's this episode, isn't it? Or yeah, it, I don't it, think is, so. it I is the two episodes from now. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but they are still trying to figure out where Dio is. Uh, also, apparently Holly's real bad. She has days to live. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. Uh, <laughs> Boingo gives Whole Horse a prediction that he's able to kill the group, 
by sticking his fingers up Polnareff's nose. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. There's no way that's going to work. And then he does it, but like, it doesn't really go out the way he wants it to. He's able to hold Polnareff up, but then like, everyone else just kind of gums around and is like, what are you doing? Why are you being weird? <laughs> like, Polnareff is trying to indicate that like, whole horse is behind him with a gun in his back and no one's mm-hmm. understanding what's happening. He's like motioning with his eyes like, guys, it's all good, right? And everyone's like, Porter, why are you being an idiot? Stop. <laughs> and then like a car almost comes in and runs everyone over, but everyone's fine. And then Boingo's like, hey, if you shoot, if you shoot your gun down this pipe, it'll ricochet out and then come back around and do all this crazy stuff and then shoot Joe Toro in the head. But it has to be exactly at noon. Mm-hmm. And um, so Whole Horse like bribes these guys who are working on the pipes. He's like, I need this. I need these pipes. And he's looking at his watch and he shoots it right at noon. And then he hears a radio announcement like a minute later that's like, hey, it's now noon. And he's like, what? Yeah, so his watch was off. Also, like, Polnareff sneezes and Jotaro is able to like move because of the sneeze. <laughs> yep. And then Whole Horse gets hit by them. He gets hit by the the bullet, and then um, Boingo is like, you know what? I don't want to do this life anymore. This isn't a good life. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, reform my 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 existence and no more evil doing. And then like, doesn't he makes Iggy, he is... makes Iggy mad and gets him and puts himself in the hospital with a horse. There you go. He get, he makes Iggy mad and gets beat up. Hilarious. Real good. Uh, so after this, we meet. We get some animal-on-animal uh, animal action. This is where we have the guy who's Yeah, this is where the guy who's like, I'll find it in two hours tops. And, it, and we were both like, that's a death flag. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's going to die immediately. We knew he was going to die. So the guy does find where Dio is. He does. But, uh... He's, he's word, but... He runs into Pet Shop. Yep. Who has the Stan Horus and Pet Shop obliterates this dude yeah he gets wrecked and also like decapitates two dogs yeah this little kid's like oh Yikes. my dogs are there oh no and then the dog gets decapitated and Iggy's like kid you gotta get away from here <laughs> it's real bad yeah this is this is like the episode where Iggy gets like actual characterization because <laughs> he, he gets a voice yeah he talks so he gets a different face structure like he's drawn entirely different mm-hmm. and uh we get like more of his motivations where he's like originally like eh, I don't really care about any of this. I'm just here and then he runs at a pet shop and this kid and he's protecting the kid. Like, all right, Iggy. Doing alright here, buddy. So yeah, he has to fight Pet Shop and it's rough because Pet Shop has all these like ice attacks that can <sighs> take down his sand and all that stuff and just really mess him up. Uh he has to go down into like the sewers to try and get out but like it gets real bad or like he loses a paw yeah he has to gnaw his own leg off um to get free because we had a cliffhanger where it's like him frozen to the ice and then pet shop attacking we're like oh no what's mm-hmm. gonna happen and then it shows that he chewed his own leg off god and then eventually and then they, he's like underwater they go underwater into the river and iggy's like just got this dome trying to like protect himself and Pet Shop's just destroying it and breaking it, but Iggy's able to, like, 
use is like able to like get out of the way in time while it's like collapsing and basically cause pet shop to like destroy himself mm-hmm. he uh some his beak he ends up biting something the beak yeah and so that's what destroys pet shop and he, it's a pretty intense yeah. scene and then after that he's just like well i'm done <laughs> not coming back from well, this the kid doctors him yeah. back because the kid finds him after he saved him and he's like oh no your leg we gotta take care of you mm-hmm. uh so yeah Iggy gets all doctored up from the Speedwagon Foundation, all that. Here comes Kakyoin back with his sunglasses. Sweet sunglasses. And this is the f-ing end of the episode, which was hype as Oh, boy, it's so good. Because it's like, they're like, okay, they finally get the information where Dio's hideout is, and they, like, go to where Dio, where the, the mansion is, and it's just like, it's so f-ing good. It's like, you, you immediately watch that, and you're just like, yeah, let's do this sh- so ready. So ready. <laughs> I just remember texting you when that all that happened. We were just like, this is f-ing awesome. It was amazing. I love that scene. Oh, it's so good. Legitimately one of the like, most hype scenes I've ever seen in any anime. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, like I was ready. Yeah, it's, it's been like, what, 40 episodes? And like we're finally here. It's like, it is finally time for everything to go down. It's a bird's not because we run into some more people. It's true, but like we are finally getting close <laughs> to the end. Yeah. So uh, we meet another Darby, the younger brother of Darby from earlier. The the younger Darby. The younger Darby. Uh, he pulls also still souls. He also still souls. He pulls Jotaro, Kakyoin, and Joseph into like this other world within the the mansion, and he's like, "Hey, I got these dolls. These are my souls, by the way. I do the same thing as my brother, except I'm like crazier." And I'm not like cool enough. Like I don't, I don't do cool things like poker. I'm just like I'm just gonna f- do what I can to defeat you. Hey, you want to play some video games? <laughs> <laughs> Kakuin's like, I'll play you. I know this racing game. I will win. Which like NES racing games did not look like that. <laughs> so like they they go through this like whole sequence and Kakuin thinks he's got this cool strategy to win, but then Darby counteracts his plan and is able to win and Kakyoin is now a doll. Yeah, he loses his soul pretty quickly. And then Jot- and he's like, alright, well, I'll fight Jotaro. Jotaro's like, well, what games you got? I'll play this baseball game, I guess. Let's play some RBI yeah, baseball. Originally, uh, Joseph was like, I'll do it. And Jotaro's like, have you even seen a video game? Like, <laughs> no, man. Sit down. And um, Also, Jotaro's not played video games either. Yeah, he hasn't, and that becomes very clear because he's like, "I'm gonna pick this team because they look nice." <laughs> <laughs> Even though, like, all the characters just become star platinum for some reason. It's real good. Oh, it's really, really funny. Oh, that's a baseball. Oh, that's a baseball. Uh, Joseph <laughs> has to like use her and purpose. Like, everything's on the up and up. He's not cheating. It's all good. It's all legit. This is an emulation. You're not gonna get banned from. From uh, runs, if you do this illegally. <laughs> oh yeah, so like Joseph's real or Jotaro's real bad at first, but then eventually he's like, oh, I figured it out. But then Darby counteracts him by like doing a a pitching change on his third batter and gets him out, and then basically it just becomes like a a a battle of of 
of wills. It's interesting because at one point he almost pulls the same thing on the older or the younger Darby they did on the older Darby because he's like, oh, okay, I get it now. And then it's like, how could he get it? How would he understand mm-hmm. it? He's still bad at it. How does this make sense? Whoa, thunder. Um, so he, he almost pulls that, but then he, he pulls himself out of that. He doesn't go in the same loop that his mm-hmm. older brother did. Like he, he, he's like, well, maybe he's like watching my eyes or something like that. And then... <laughs> Well, they they figure out like Darby is able to like read minds, so like eventually like Joe Torres puts his hat on like the the monitor, like can't see my eyes now. The hat is so funny because he literally takes it off and it has like the back of it looks like his hair. <laughs> it's like it's, it's hair. ridiculous. It's so good. I love that hat. I want one of those hats. And then basically, Joe Torres is like, "Hey, I'm going to throw this pitch. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to tell you straight up." And Darby's like, that's not going to happen. And this is where you get like the yes, 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 yes no, yes, no, 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 no. And then they're able to beat him. Through the power of baseball. And also Joseph being a, a cunning little jerk. It's, man, Joseph's so smart. <laughs> like, at certain points, you're like, man, Joseph's an idiot. But then he does stuff like this, and you're like, God, Joseph, you are, yes. It's real good. Smart little booger. And um, he ends up beating the ever uh, Jotaro beats the crap out of the younger Darby because mm-hmm. that's the whole scene of like, are you gonna beat me up now? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so all that's happening, and then meanwhile, and meanwhile we learn of uh, Dio's right hand man. Oh my god! There's like a straight up decapitation that was terrifying. The Man of Ice. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> or Cool Ice. Oh cool Ice. I'm so upset that he wasn't Vanilla Ice in our version, but... <sighs> yeah, so, like, he's, he's like, hey, Dio, let's figure this out. All right, if, if I gotta cut off my head, I'll do it. <laughs> Here's some he's blood, like, sure, buddy. Because <laughs> they, they, we learned at some point, like... Dio has not fully gained control over Jonathan's body. He needs the blood of the Joe stars to fully like assimilate into that body and make it all work, work and be great and everything. Mm-hmm. And vanilla ice is like, Hey, I can do that. Here's some blood. And Dio's like, blood. I mean, thanks, but it's not going to work. But here, uh, you want to be a vampire now? That'd be cool. Right. He doesn't tell him that though. He just does. He just it. does it. Uh, so Polnareff, Avdol, and Iggy have been waiting outside the mansion because the others are like, hey, if we're not here in 15 minutes, you know, things are bad. So probably come in and figure Just... out what's happening. Uh, they they beat up a stand user by the name of Kenny G who was making illusions. <laughs> yeah, um, Iggy figured that one out pretty quick. And then here comes Vanilla Ice's uh, stand, Cream, and he f***ing eats Avdol. Yeah, it led to a lot of confusion with the two of us because Abdul's arms are just left, and we're like, um, uh, is he dead? Is he alive? Is he... What's going on? Because I mean, he's saving Polnareff. He like basically it was in, intended for Polnareff to get eaten by Cream, but he pushes him out of the way after they had made an agreement. Like, we will not protect each mm-hmm. other. We have to go through. And, um, but yeah, all we have left is, are his arms, and it's like, 
did he did he actually die? And so like there was kind of like a week or two with the two of us are like, is he is he dead? Yeah. Did they did they kill him already? Because it's like what? it's instant. And it's like done. Yeah, there's like like he doesn't even get no he doesn't put up a fight or anything, and it's just like he's done. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, the next the next episode shows that like. <sighs> It's Polnareff and Iggy versus Vanilla Ice. And they're all just trying to this figure episode. out a way to defeat him and get out of it. And Iggy gets beat up real bad. Yeah. Basically, like, Vanilla Ice goes into, like, a... I don't know what the right word is, but he, he basically goes, like, into a, a tantrum mm-hmm. and starts kicking the crap out of Iggy. Oh, because this is when uh, Iggy uses, like, the he makes a clone of Dio. Mm-hmm. Out of sand. And that's how, like, they're they're going to try and, like, lure him into a false sense of security. And then Vanilla's like, you jerk, how dare you? That deal's my good friend. Which one of my favorite parts of this episode was the two of them, like, hanging out in the sand, like, in the stairs and, like, lifting their heads up. That was really, really funny. And I needed that because the rest of the episode was really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I mentioned earlier, Polnareff is probably my favorite. Um... I have a big, I have a really strong affinity for Jotaro Joseph and uh, Polnareff mm-hmm. in this, and uh, I, I really liked Abdul as well. So I was really upset that he died. But um, Polnareff has a real bad day in this. He this really episode. does. Like he gets his leg is really badly damaged. His toes are damaged. Right. Um, and he's watching Iggy get the crap beat out of him, and he's like slowly seeing uh, Vanilla Ice use cream and like a circle to come near him to kill him mm-hmm. and he's just like well by that time, isn't... this is it well it's this great sequence where he's like thinking of the options and he's like the handsome polner f uh finds a way to counterattack. b his friends come for him or c like i i forget exactly how they worded it but basically like um it's not like life is life isn't fair, oh, it's, but it's, it, like it's life's something a like b- life's a b- it. That's the C option. Yeah. And so like he keeps thinking like, a the handsome Polnareff is gonna come up with a counterattack, and then like he ends the episode with, I guess maybe it is C. Life is a. B- and I was like, <gasps> and then like it shows that beautiful scene of him like sitting there and he does like the peace sign to Iggy and then like you see Vanilla Ice coming at him like what? Especially because like you know Polnareff and Iggy had like this you know just like budding frustrations with each other throughout the entirety of this and here's Polnareff sacrificing himself to save Iggy Iggy. but then like the next episode we learn it's the opposite and it's Iggy who sacrificed himself to save Polnareff Mm mhm he uh, he grabs him up with his uh, his full stand and he's like laughing at to himself because Iggy's like hey, hey I got you, <laughs> uh, but he he dies. He uses the last of his energy to save Polnareff, which then like Polnareff's like okay I've lost Abdul and I've lost Iggy to this guy. I am going to <laughs> f- his day yeah. up. Vanilla Ice is f- yeah. Just- so he's like. He uses like the sunlight to to help him because he knows he's a vampire, and also just like beats the ever loving out of him. Yeah, I, he figures out that he's a vampire. Like the one part where he gets like stabbed through the back of the head is like so intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he's he is not having it anymore. He's like, you killed too many of my friends. It's 
really upset. He does the thing. Uh, so also during this episode, we see that Susie Q's in Japan now. She is at uh, Holly's home. And because before this, everyone had been like, we can't tell her that Holly's in bad shape. Cannot do yeah. that. And then like eventually she just figures out herself like, yeah, she's probably in real bad shape. That's why we're here. Yeah. Like, I'm not dumb. Yeah. Susie Q came across as pretty dumb in uh, part two, but she's really not that dumb in mm-hmm. part three. She's like, I, I, I know what's happening. I know my husband well enough. I've been with him for ages. Yeah. Like I know when something's not right. So she stays with Holly and basically figures like, hey, I'm going to stay here with her. And then hopefully Jotaro and Joseph are going to do what they need to do to to fix this. Which that's really cute. Like she believes in them wholeheartedly. Like she she knows that they can do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's a cute. Speaking of those, uh, the three that were in the weird other dimension have come out. They find one of Dio's servants, which they call him like, what do they call him in English? Like loser or something? The- uh, I think so. Something like that. Let me see here. It's something. It's just demeaning. Is like the word that they use for him. But uh, regardless, like they find him, like, hey, take us Dio. Because they they see like he tries to disguise himself like this. I'm a woman. Help me, please. And then they're like, no. And they just, like punch him in the yeah, face. They just call him loser. Yeah. Because, like, you, you see, like, him disguised as this young woman. And she's like, help me. Dio's trying to murder us. And then Jojo just punches her in the face. You're like, what the f***? <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, it's, it's like, whoa, Jojo. It's just some Dio dude who's trying to to get him. Uh, and then, basically, the end of this episode is Polnareff. He's, he's got himself trying kind of patched up. And he is walking up the stairs to fight Dio. Oh, my God. Which was f***ing hype as like, we keep getting these, like, ending hype scenes. I was like, yes! I was like, F- yeah, Polnareff, go f- beat the sh- out of Dio. F- yeah. Which, like, after everything Polnareff's been through in the last 24 hours, like, yes, I, or even just over the arc, but recently in the most past 24 hours, like, you know that he is ready to do this, and he's used the curtains and has patched himself up, and he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's f- awesome. Uh, so basically, now we start Dio's arc with the final four episodes. Uh, which, before the one happens, we have to talk about the openings. But let's go. Yeah, we are. Talk about the first ones first. Uh, so this episode starts off with, with basically what happened at the end of the episode. Previously, Polnareff is walking up to Dio, and Dio's like, "Oh, Polnareff, I remember when you devoted your life to me, and now I see you here trying to fight me." And Polnareff's like, I'm gonna whoop your ass. But like, he basically gives Polnareff like a choice: is like, you can come up the stairs and fight me, or you can back down them and you know give up, and I'll let you live. Mm-hmm. And Polnareff's like, Nah, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> I'm coming up. But he keeps realizing like he go he goes up a stair, but he realizes he like back down a step. He's yep. like, What the fuck is going on? Dio's like, I see you're not willing to fight me, and he's like, What? No, no, I won't fight. Let me fight. <laughs> Uh, the others come or arrive, and Dio kind of dips out. This is where they learn that like Avdol and Niggy are gone. Because in the the previous episode as well, we get that that scene after he defeats Vanilla Ice, the, ghost the ghosts of Avdol and Dio, or D- not Dio, <laughs> Avdol and Iggy, <laughs> wave goodbye to Polnareff. <laughs> oh, it's got Iggy like riding on Avdol's back. It's so sad. Oh, good. 
Uh, so basically, from here on out, it is everyone chasing after Dio. And it's great because, like, we have the scene with the the coffin where they're like, "All right, he's he's a vampire. Punch a hole in the wall first, mm-hmm. then open this up." And then they're like, "All right, loser, open it." Loser's like, "Okay, I open it. I'm sorry, Dio. I didn't mean to do this. I promise." And then, like, they open it, and then, like, loser is he's in there. inside and he's it, and like, everyone's like, "What the?" F-? And they're like, "Yo, this is this is real sketch. We need to get out of here." This yeah, is bad. Yikes. Uh, so basically, they get out, and then they split up into teams. Where it's Joseph and Kakioin, and and Polnareff's like, "I'm gonna go do my own thing," and then Joseph's like. Jotaro, you need to go with him. Like he's gonna do something real stupid, <laughs> and you gotta make sure he does. Yeah, it. because they have an entire argument over like, all right, it's getting to be dark. Like we can't fight him in the dark. That's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And Polnareff's like, no, no. Like we have to do it. We have to fight him now. We have to fight him now. It's our opportunity. Everybody's like, no, dude, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's like, all right, y'all, I'm out. I'm gonna do this on my own. Except for he doesn't say y'all because he's French. <laughs> So yeah, and then that's when they're like, hey, Jotaro, make sure you uh, keep an eye on him. Uh, so Joseph and Kakyoing kind of go off and try and find him. Steal a they truck. steal a truck. Dio steals a limousine from just like some politician. He's like, it's a politician. Drive me, t- follow that truck right there. This guy's like, ah. I don't do anything for anybody. Uh,. Kakioin tries to fight the world, which is Dio's stand, and kind of gets... Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you talk about that, okay. Jojo steals a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's really funny because there's something with Polnareff that he says. He's, like, trying to figure out how to how to make it work. Oh, J- Polnareff's trying to hotwire it. Yeah. And then Jotaro just, like, kicks it or punches it, and he's like, eh, it works. Yeah, it was amazing. That was a really funny scene. <laughs> real good. So they still a motorcycle. Anyway, anyway, Kakuin's like, I'm going to fight the world. And Joseph's this is a like, good this idea. is a bad idea. Joseph was right. <laughs> uh, Kakuin kind of gets a little bit of a fight in, but he he's able to figure out, like, oh, so Dio Sand is probably a little bit more close range. So that's something uh-huh. good to know. But also, he can, he's, that's, it's rough. Uh, that leads into the next episode where we get some Kakuin backstory and then be like, uh-huh. oh, I'm real thankful for my experiences with everyone. Death flag. Death flag. Yep. Uh, he's able to trap Dio in Hyperfans Green's like wire barrier. And he's like, I got him. Yeah. But then immediately, as he's about to like inflict like all his attacks onto Dio, Dio activates the world. Mm-hmm. And this is where you get to see what the world can yes, do. Yes, because like immediately, Kakyoin just like gets blown away into like 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 what a clock tower or something. It's the water tower. The water tower. And then... He has a giant hole in his mm-hmm. torso. And then you see that, oh, the world can stop time. Yeah. And he leaves a hint for uh, Joseph because he doesn't attack. And he Dio's like, ah, he missed. What an idiot. He, 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 shoots, the, he shoots the clock tower. Yeah. And Dio is taunting him and Joseph is like he wouldn't have missed on purpose like he wouldn't have missed like that he did that on purpose now I have to figure out why he did that and Joseph is like hmm. mm-hmm. 
So Joseph's able to kind of deduce what happened, and he's like, oh, <laughs> I gotta go yeah. tell the others. Yep. Uh, Dio's able to catch up to him, though, and, like, messes him up, and then, but Jotaro is able to, to get there, and then we get a stare down with Jotaro and Dio for the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that leads us in, oh, by the way, Kakuin's dead. In case you weren't yeah, aware. Yeah, real, real dead. really dead. He, he got he got a giant hole punched into him. Uh, so we get the penultimate episode, which is where we get the opening change. Uh, which um, we had at the first part of the season, Stan Brown, which was fantastic, mm-hmm. and it, it does like the history of the series and all right. um really really good but then like we ended up getting that the joe's the joe stars yeah. <laughs> opening which is great because it's like you get the uh the artist who did the part one opening the part two opening and then stand proud and they just throw them all together and make this and it's a really really good That's opening really good. so we get this opening on this episode and it's fantastic and then you get to tell us what happened so like i'd been mentioning it to you i was like I hope Toonami, because they, you know, they usually cut up the the openings to to fit uh-huh. TV time and all that stuff. I was like, I'm pretty sure they're gonna we're gonna see the full opening uh, like for this week, and it's gonna do something. And I didn't tell you what, and you're just like, what what's they gonna do? So it goes through the entire opening. We get to see actually the full opening this time as well, which is real rad. And then right before it gets to the end, like you just see you see the world show up and hear Dio yell the world, and he stops the he stops the opening. Mm-hmm. And walks past Jotaro, and then immediately resumes time, and then they just start fighting. It's so f- rad. It's so good. I love it so much. It's real good. Uh, so we get to this episode, and it is Jotaro versus Dio, mm-hmm. which Dio's already what we've like always, always wanted. Yeah, Dio's already like, I can beat this guy. Whatever, he's pathetic. Uh, he he tries to stop time at one point and is like, "Well, I'm gonna finish you off." And he see, he sees like Jotaro's like hand flinch. He's like, "Wait a minute, that can't be. There's no way he can move. That's impossible." So like he resumes time again and then a little bit later stops it again, and he sees the same thing happen. But then he realizes that like Jotaro has like a magnet attached to him <laughs> to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And then Dio's like, "Ah, it's just a trick." What a pathetic loser. <laughs> so he's like, well, you're pretty much done. Well, I'm going to throw all these knives at you and resume time and just see what happens. So, like, he throws all these knives. Jotaro is able to, like, kind of deflect a, some of them. But there's a bunch of them that do hit. And basically, Dio thinks that he's he's done. it. He's finished off Jotaro. Because Jotaro just, like, lands in so- a heap and he just looks completely done. His blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. Knives sticking out of him. And he constantly tries to check on Jotaro and like, I know these Joe stars. They're crafty. Got to make sure this guy's dead. So like he checks his breathing at one point. He's like, well, he's not breathing. And then like at one point he's like, he goes to the ground and is like, is he, is he, is his heart beating? Can I hear his heart? And Jotaro is like, well, got to use Star Platinum and stop my own heart. That was so intense. Uh, all the while this is happening... Um, Polnareff pops up out of nowhere and just stabs Dio in the head. Yep. And I was like, yeah! 
God, it was so cool. But it basically doesn't do a whole lot and Polnareff gets knocked out. Yeah, Dio was like, man, if you had done like an inch to the left, it would have been all right, but too bad for you. Uh, so he once again, like, he figures Jotaro's done, so he just goes over to like kind of smash his face in. And while Dio's kind of like lackadaisical about this, Jotaro just pops back up because he's, he's been covered himself in books. In magazines. <laughs> yeah, and that's how he's able to prevent the knives. Survive the knives. Yeah, and just punches Dio's skull in. It's intense. You're like, oh, sh. And it, it, um, this is where it paralyzes him, yeah. right? And Jotaro's like, I'm so going to f you up. <laughs> <laughs> which was hype uh so he does that and just like starts beating the shit out of him and just like punches him every which way but also he punches him to where he deals able to kind of like grab onto a car mm -hmm. and it's right he's able to get a ride or get get thrown all the way over to where joseph is and dio is able to get joseph's blood which the end of this episode is great because dio's like don't you recognize the street and jotaro's like oh shit. Yeah, he's like, oh and no, I made him. I've I've made a real mistake. I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I made I've made a little bit of an error here, and uh, yeah, you see Joseph and I was about to be real bad. <clears throat> yes. Uh, so we get to the finale, and the opening just starts with Dio just sucking all the blood out of Joseph, getting the green lipstick and a yeah. new outfit. Uh, Joseph's like gray and mummified. Joseph's soul comes out, and we're like, "No, yeah. Joseph Joestar, you put your soul back in your body." We were both screaming at Joseph Joestar to put his soul back in there because we're like, "Nope, no, no, you go back in now, now, not allowed." And he's like giving Jotaro a pep talk the whole time, like, "You motherfucker, Joseph Joestar, you do I know this. you're good at running, but this is not the time to run." Uh, so so he's Joseph's like, hey, don't fight with anger. Like, maintain your emotions while you're fighting Dio. And then Jojo's like, F that. I'm gonna beat this guy's. He just killed everybody. Uh, but the only bad thing is that like Dio is able to control the world better now with the blood of the Joe Stars throwing flowing throughout him. Uh, so he's like, I'm gonna just beat the shit out of Jotaro and throw this road flat thing thing onto him. <coughs> Did you just say road flattening Road flattening thing. thing. It's the thing that Might smooths like out a, steam, a road. Like a steamroller type yeah, thing? Yeah, something like that. So he think he does that and he thinks like, oh, I've, I've done it. I've beat him. And yeah, because there's blood and he's mm -hmm. like, all right. So he stops. He's like counting down his nine yeah, seconds. He's kind of, he stopped time counting his nine seconds and just like lamenting in his glory. And then immediately he gets to eight and he's like, and Joe Torre's like, sup, <laughs> From behind him, he's like, what? Dio's like, what the f what, what, why can't I move? When he, when he started doing that, I wondered if, like, Joseph had done something, like, he had infused his blood with Hamone and used that to, like, try and f with Dio. Oh, that would be cool. But it was just, like, it was Joe Taro being like, hey, I can stop time, too. You're f <laughs> I love that he figured out how to do it. I was like, yes! And then just, like, he he punches him once and just literally obliterates his legs, punches him again, and just blows up Dio. 
Yeah, he, which the funny thing is, is he punches him and obliterates his legs. And he's like, you know, it'd be really cheap to beat you now. I'm going to wait till those heal. Then I'm going to fight you again. <laughs> as soon as you heal, I'm f***ing you up. And he, like, blows half of Dio off. Like, just... <laughs> I Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> um, like, his head's gone. Like, half of his shoulders are gone. Mm-hmm. Like, he just obliterates, obliterates him. Obliterates him. It's beautiful beautiful and then like we get scenes of ambulances and they're like well kakuin's dead um polnareff's okay he's unconscious we have, but we got joseph why did you want to get joseph's body and dio's and body in the joseph same ambulance and jojo was like i have an idea so jojo was like hey what if we perform a blood transfusion from dio into the, my into my grandpa they're like, we can't do that. It's hard to beating. He's like, I have experience with that. I can do like, this. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets his heart beating again, and they transfuse the blood. And then, like, the eyes of Joseph open, <laughs> and they're, like, freaky. And there's, purple. like, this weird aura around him. And he's like, hey, 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 you really f***ed up now, Jotaro. You thought that was the end of me? No. I'm back. And Jotaro's like, I'm gonna beat you up, and then just like, wait, 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 wait! I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. This is just a joke, just joke. It's joke, it's joke. A joke. <laughs> and, and like Joe was like, all right, I gotta make sure you're actually Joseph. Uh, so uh, what was this movie Bo Derek starred in? Who sang the parody of Beat It called Eat It? And Joseph's like, I, I know this answer, I know this answer. And then Joe was like, well, it's definitely him because yeah, who dumb. else would know this dumb? <laughs> I love that Joseph is such a troll at this point. Like, he's literally died and come back, and he's just like, all right, time to just troll him. But of course he is. This is the same person who showed up at his own funeral. It's so Joseph. Like, it is so on brand. It's perfect. It's so perfect. It's hilarious. Yeah. It was a good way to end. It really was, because you needed, like, a real good goof there to... To get over all the the intense drama that was happening. Uh, after that, they the sun's up, so they they pull over, they throw Dio's body out, and then just let it burn in the sun. Yep. Effective immediately. Dio is f- dead. Dead. Um, we get a scene of Holly being okay. She wakes up and is like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" And Suzuki's like, "Oh, cool, you're you're good to go. That's great. Yay!" They did it. Holly's just like. I know Joseph and Jotaro are coming home. And Suzuki's like, what? <laughs> uh, and then we get to the airport. We get to the airport. And we get and it's Polnareff, Jotaro, and Joseph. And they're like... Buy three tickets. Yeah, just three tickets. And Polnareff, they're like, Polnareff, you wanna, you're sure you want to go back home? Like, you could stay here with us. It'd be all cool. Polnareff's like, nah, I, you know, I don't have a family anymore, but, you know, France is where I belong. And he says, uh, they, they have a an emotional goodbye they do a group hug they do the slow-mo walk away from each other Mm -hmm. joseph puts on his walkman Mm -hmm. which that's a real good touch it is it really is god and that's it that's it uh yeah they go back there's no preview of part four which is kind of interesting but yeah. I, oh man, though, what a good season! What a really good series. I, I, I struggle because like, 
I really love Battle Tennessee, but Stardust Crusaders is it's really real freaking good. good. Um, and isn't even so coming I, from I someone that time. like because you are notorious because you don't like long anime. Oh, I hate it. I absolutely hate long anime. And I hate it. And here you are, a year later, being like, "Yo, this was a this was great." <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Like A plus would watch again. And when I have money, we'll definitely buy on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Because holy crap, it was so good. It was amazing. I was legitimately shocked. Um, like, I, I, I'm I, still shocked that I watched JoJo to begin with. But, like, I am legitimately shocked how good this entire series is. I like, am... The writing is phenomenal. The character arcs are fantastic. Mm-hmm. The art's terrible. Um, it's everyone is pastel, in which gets beautiful. Um. They they utilize like the musical references and music in and of itself in like amazing ways. Like it's just so perfectly done. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's a reason why this is one of the most beloved series out there. I I know. I just I never expected me to be one. Exactly. That was like, yeah. It's still surprising to me Jojo. that that you are still continuously like, yo, this this series is great. It's great. It's fantastic. Like I. I really miss having my Joseph Wall scroll up. I, I miss seeing him every day when I wake <laughs> up. Um, and again, I when I get money, I'm going to get this on Blu-ray. And I really am considering looking into like some Jotaro figurines. Yeah. I saw some sweet ones on eBay once, and I'm like, I might do this. Uh, we're- they have a really good Battle Tendency one, too. I but bet. That's a different different one uh we we currently are playing the uh the super famicom jojo game which we is are. weird uh I've, I've, i expect it's eventually really we will probably play as well the the fighting game yeah we played some of it but no no no, no not, that, not that fighting game the uh the like the playstation oh, era fighting game the, the capcom oh, fighting game that one yeah because that one's okay, that's that is stardust the... crusaders specifically wow 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 all right i'm interested yeah so yeah, there's there's probably we'll probably talk about more JoJo at some point, obviously in terms of like that stuff. But obviously as well, we will be talking about uh, the next iteration, the next season, probably next year at some point. But uh, by the time this comes out uh, later tonight, if you're listening to it on release day, uh, Diamond is Unbreakable uh-huh. premieres on Toonami. So we will be diving into that as well. The which is 39 episodes, so a little bit shorter than. This uh, since uh, shorter than Stars Crusaders. Um, How many episodes did it end up being? I I, I don't actually know. Uh, Stars Crusaders. It was forty eight. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe I watched forty eight episodes. Right. <laughs> um, there's not a lot of English voice actors currently announced for the the series. Uh, the only ones we know so far are like uh, Matt Mercer's recurring as Jotaro. Uh, Richard Epcar will be <laughs> coming back as Joseph, and David Vincent <laughs> will return as the narrator. Uh, and then Billy Kamitz is Josuke. But so far, that's all we know. Like, obviously, we'll probably know via, you know, credits list uh, later tonight when when that airs. Like, who else is who, who else is who and via just, like, hearing people. So, it'll be... And we get a different art style. We get the, yeah, Diamond is Unbreakable has, like, a way more pastel art style compared to I'm pretty so much anything hyped. else in the series because... Because even like the part five, which is coming out relatively soon in Japan, at least, is like is more of like back in the Stardust Crusader style 
rather than this. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like if anything, if art wise, if if there's going to be a, a part of JoJo that you will like, it is probably going to be this one with how pastel it is. I love the pastel scenes. Pastel scenes in JoJo are like the A plus scenes for me. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. But yeah, I am a. I am excited to finally get to watch Diamond and Unbreakable because I've also it's it's hard to say like oh you've heard <laughs> I've heard good things about a JoJo art because you can constantly hear that about all of them but like I have I definitely remember hearing a lot of good things about this when it was airing uh, back in 2016. Yeah, I mean I'm excited bike about mm-hmm. it. So yeah, we will we'll definitely reconvene next year sometime whenever we wrap up we wrap this up and. Give a, we'll talk about that. Maybe also by the time they'll dub the OVAs as well. We'll be able to throw those in as well. But uh, That'd be cool. But yeah, we will definitely be talking about that at some point. But for now, Star Wars Crusaders is real f- good. It's real good. Man. Holy crap, it's good. Definitely. Uh, if you were like us, uh, you know, a year or two back and hadn't checked out JoJo, like it's, it's definitely something you should check out. Like, yeah all the hype it, it gets it is it lives up to it it's deserved mm-hmm. um wow 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 and honestly like one of the things that even just intrigues me so much about it is like all the musical references yeah. because like that was one of the things i loved about guilty gear too it's just a thing for me they're just constant and everywhere it's funny because like you're always trying to figure out like all right what's this a reference to it's great mm-hmm. Um, but like things that I've learned about Jojo, um, nothing is accidental. No, ever. No. So, um, I love this. I love it. I'm sad to see it go, but I'm glad that we'll get something, uh, something new to replace it. At least I'm glad that it, there's no layover here. It's just like straight into it. I think that was the thing we had was there, there was a layover, wasn't there between parts two and parts three? I think so. Maybe that was the thing. Because I remember I was real stoked when we found out Matt Mercer was going to be Joe Turo. Yeah. Well, there you go. Stardust Crusaders is good, that is my dude. Stardust Crusaders, and it is. Don't lick cherries. Don't don't lick cherries. Ugh. Lick 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 lick. No. No. How dare. So yeah, definitely watch watch this show. We yeah. probably said at the end of the last episode we did on JoJo, but hey, continue to watch the show. It's f***ing great. Yep. But uh, that's going to do it for this episode. So if you would like uh, more from us, go to SeasonalMyCheckup.com or SAC.Cool, where you can find past episodes of this. You can listen to our episode on parts one and two, where it's the first season, technically, mm-hmm. and relive what we thought about that. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She wrote a JoJo piece at one point, so you should find that and read it. I did. Yeah. Uh, she's also got columns and reviews as well on her site. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash Anime Checkup. It's where we do Twitter. And you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash SACOVA. If you would like to support our podcast by giving us like a dollar. Yay. Uh, next week, we will do something. As we usually say. Yeah, we have ideas. That we do. So, uh, yeah, we'll come up with something cool then. But until next time, uh, watch out for Dio. Yeah.